Hello, you're listening to Rosie and Jessica's Day of Fun, episode 136, Chair Friends and Trays. Enjoy the show. I'm Rosie. I'm Jessica. And you're listening to Rosie and Jessica's <laughs> Day of Fun. Well, do you know what? I got through it. Yep. Yep. Hi! <laughs> So, so for those of you who listened to the last episode, which I hope is all of you, um, and I said, yeah, well, the thing is we should never really record in the same place because then I have to edit one track with both our audio on it. And then, uh, just as a little, little, a little bit of a curse, uh, my audio had your audio on it. And now we're recording in the same room, so we've only got one audio track anyway. Times are wild. They truly are. I literally, I can't look at you. <laughs> when did we last record in person? About four years ago, I think it was in the National Theatre foyer. That's a good episode. Yeah, that, yeah, that a lot was. of the clattering of teaspoons in that one. Um, but yes, we have been reunited. Our bubble has re- bubbles are fun word to say. Bubble. It's a shame actually that bubble has become like a government policy word because it is such a fun word. It's kind um, of sucking the fun out of it. Yeah, it's like if crime Bursting laws just said on. no malarkey, and you're like, oh, that's a real word now. Yeah, where do you stand on shenanigans? <laughs> um... But our bubble has... I can't say bubble without thinking I'm saying it in a funny way. Our pod has reformed uh, and you have uh, you have come to stay. And I'm now planning on leaving. The two aren't connected. <laughs> That's what I'm telling you, at least. So we are in the same room. Um, we're in the very first room in which we recorded a podcast. We are. We're back in Studio One. Historic Studio One. Yeah. Because um, uh, we're coming up in, in probably about the time this episode comes out. A week after this episode comes out, it will be uh, the podcast's ninth birthday. Yes. Which is um, alarming. Now, did we have more episodes in the first year than pretty much uh, in any other... <laughs> not only in every, any other year since, cumulatively since. Yes. 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 Um, but yeah, it'll be our ninth podcasting birthday. Um, which seems like way too long. Um I was unemployed when we started, and you're unemployed now. So how times have changed. Yeah, how 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 fun, fun, fun. Oh, you well. Mm-hmm. So that's good because so we've covered my intro, which says intro. Jessica is here. Yeah, we can tick that off. Tick. I didn't write one, so um. Oh God. Uh, that's done what, that. what are, what are women doing? Watching movies, doing our yes. favourite. Uh, sometimes watching movies, sometimes and carrying on with my my film list. It's um, it's not it's not going that well. I'm getting quite behind. I'm watching 365 films this year. Yes. Um, you did get to watch uh, and what a place to start. Uh, Mission Impossible Five this week. I hadn't seen Mission Impossible one to four, but I was insured I was assured that uh, that did not matter at all, and I can confirm that that did not matter at all. No, it did not. Um. Yes, that uh, it was good fun. I think number four might be my favourite. Although number five does have a bit where he tries to drive having just died, and that's quite funny. Um, uh, and I, I'm going to stay uh, till this weekend so we can uh, round out the viewing of uh, Mission Impossible Fallout so I can finally see Henry Cavill's incredibly expensive moustache. <laughs> Not expensive to the Mission Impossible franchise. Um yeah, uh, yeah. What a what a treat. Uh, we watched. Oh, we. I mean, what? Think of the many great films we've watched from Mission Impossible Five to Disney Channel original movie Cloud Nine, which is not the ninth in a cloud <laughs> series. Oh my god! Can you imagine? Uh, unfortunately, yes. Given the amount of um, uh, mileage the Disney Channel have got out of the Snow Dogs, 
That's true, uh, yeah. franchise. Yeah, that was that was certainly a Disney Channel original movie, Dove Cameron snowboarding. Uh, and that was a really good sport for them to pick because those people are in big masks and helmets anyway. So they, uh, honestly, there's a point halfway through where I was like, that could be a man they're telling me is Dove Cameron right now, and I wouldn't know. Yeah, you can you can get very accomplished stunt doubles. Yeah, action doubles. Um, and it was produced by Ashley Tisdale and the Sean White. The let's say yes. The the American snowboarder. snowboarder. You know him. And, uh, and and it really did feel like the point between those two humans. Um, we're now listening to a woman on IMDb. That's right, a woman on IMDb. Sean White, you were correct. Oh, great. Also, it's quite troubling. They were at the bottom of the list. That was... Um, I know. That gave some real suspense to listening to a woman <laughs> go on IMDb. Should we watch a movie after this? Yes. I so want to watch Spontaneous. <laughs> and I, look I know that um, uh, we're very pro... And I'm going to say especially you, may I be so bold, of having the right movie for the right time. Oh, yeah. I didn't want to, uh, 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 I didn't want to insult you by saying that this is No, that's very correct. Because, I don't um, make the rules, Rosie, I just have to follow them. That's true. You, don't, can, you can't just feel it in the right place. So I've just realised quite how stupid it was when you said, do you want to put some fabric over the back of that chair, like a jumper? And I actually put the jumper on the chair. <laughs> it looks like I've got so lonely, I've had to dress the chair up as a person. <laughs> Which, you know, not not true. Um, yeah, uh, spontaneous. It doesn't necessarily strike me as a Monday afternoon film. But uh, it's about uh, it's about high schoolers. Um, uh, it's like a setup. If you watch the trailer, it's like a, a high school seniors group and they're looking and embarking on uh, the rest of their life. And um, then they start spontaneously exploding. I believe, believe the, uh, the description on RTV is they start inexplicably exploding. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, that's the main thing is if they could be explicably exploding, that would be... Um, that's of no interest. And it's got her. She's in Knives Out. That's what she's in. Oh, uh, yeah, she is. Catherine Langford. Yep. I'm going to do a um, a Marvel Cinematic Universe chronological watch. chronological watch. So I'll start with Captain America in 1945 or 1944, whatever year it takes place. Uh, then it's Captain Marvel because that's 1985. The Marvel Cinematic Universe. Witches. Yeah. I didn't even do it. I didn't even get a different word. There's Marvel Cinematic, and then instead of the universe, I said witches. <laughs> well, at least I know one of the words that are going to be in the title. Because How do you spell witches, really? W e r c h e r s. Witches. Um, I. Do you know naming the episodes has become the hardest thing? I nearly. I have recorded the intro and uploaded the episode before I realised that I used. Um, one episode, one word in the episode title. Because you've got appears in about 17 episodes. I think it only appears in two. There, It's surprising how few repeats we have. But yeah, episode 135, I called something with nonsense in it. And then I realised that episode 133 was something in nonsense. And I was like, well, I can't I can't just call two things. On- I mean, it's not not inaccurate. Which is... Gotcha. Um, you so anyway, that's what I'm doing. I'm watching them all in chronological order. Um, or I will when I start. Because, um, I mean, what we have been watching is uh, maybe the greatest TV show I've ever seen in my oh life. God. It's so good, Rosie, it's so good. Oh my god, WandaVision is the best. It's the best. Maybe we should do a sp- maybe we should do a special Patreon episode that's when episode 9 comes out. We'll do our spring, our quarter one Patreon episode will be um, just going to town on spoilers and WandaVision because it is honestly the best programme I've ever seen. Oh my god. For, like, it's just well made, there's storytelling, there's uh, like it uses corporate restructuring to its narrative <laughs> benefit and 
I love it so much. And it has a kicky theme tune. And it's got a many a kicky theme tune. Written by uh, the Lopez's. Yes. Robert and Kristen. Yes. Who, of course, wrote Frozen. Among many other things. I mean, among many other things. They're the kind of people who are going to eat got if they haven't already. Oh, no, I think he already has. I think oh, Robert Lopez um... already have. Oh, maybe. I have a feeling somebody egotted and came off stage and their wife, I think this is them, that some one of them egotted and, and uh, Robert and Kristen was waiting with a, a pasta shell egot necklace. If Moana had won an Oscar, then Lin-Manuel would have egotted. Yeah. And it seems wild that the Oscars weren't like, we can make that happen, we can make Mr. Hamilton an Here egot. And now. Yeah, and they were like, no. <laughs> Let him wait. <laughs> that was me smiling, stubbing out a cigarette. Um, yeah. Well, at least if you're struggling to think of what movie to watch in the right moment, then you know that you always just have the next. Yes, that is true. Yeah, yeah. The only thing is, they are. Um, <laughs> you're gonna have to block out some consistently series. longer than my favourite uh, film length, which is between eighty-seven and ninety-five minutes long. You get an, a, a guaranteed by at least restart. half an hour. Oh, minimum. At least. That is a trouble. Netflix now allows you to watch things at higher, change the speed on things. Um, and I, who is someone who um, listens to all their podcasts at double speed, which is why I'm not actually a very good podcaster, because I speak too fast, because I now expect people on podcasts to be... Speed, speed, speed. But I think for broadcast, for TV, because there's editing. Put, people have put thought into the pacing of the work. Now sure, you might say that some people put thought into the editing of their podcasts and this just speaks volumes about what I am not. <laughs> However, um you know, there's not there's there's less to do with like yeah, like shots and painting. That was the best clicking I've done in my entire life, by the way. I can't click my fingers, so I just That's it. I'd love to be able to click really snappily and do a kind of taxi cab. Yeah, I can't do that either. Is that still a bonfire or can I just smell, smell a barbecue? <laughs> oh my god, barbecue. Do you remember school barbecues where you'd get like a like a sausage that was like charcoal on the outside? I, uh, like a tiny strip of meat I think down about the middle. them way too regularly. Such a specific smell, because it doesn't smell like a... Like, oh, normal barbecues don't smell barbecue. like school barbecues. School barbecue is such a, such a specific... Halcyon days. Moment. It smells like the 90s. It smells like... Your favourite time. A playing field. Wait, Captain Marvel's like not said in the charcoal. 80s. It's said in the 90s. Yeah, sorry. Did yeah? What did I say? Nineteen eighty-five. Yes. Whoops. Mine didn't. I've only just noticed. I was like, how in a minute? Last Because I thought, ah, oh, you'll 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 like it because you like the nineties. Mm. That was very true. Wait, I did. Captain Marvel. Yeah, oh, I made yeah, sure sorry, I went I to see that one in the cinema because one, um, make sure your your box office um, dollar counts in the um, like female-led films, yep. superhero films, and two, it looked awesome. Yeah, it's pretty good. Wasn't disappointed. No, I was not. Uh, Thought it was tremendous. Uh, I've watched it twice because the first time I drank off a bottle of wine and couldn't oh, really no. remember the second half. Uh, yeah, I thought it was brilliant. Um, just as the the fight on the spaceship begins to um, just a girl to no doubt, and she's like holding the the lunchbox with the MacGuffin in it. Oh yeah, <laughs> I was like, this is so good. Yeah, that is a good film. That is a very good film. Man, I love One Division so much. Oh my god, we've only got two episodes left. Should we start rewatching them now? No, I'm going to take next week off work. Not specifically because of One Division, but not not specifically mm-hmm. because of One Division. So you're going to rewatch the first eight before you watch episode nine? Potentially on Friday, I'm going to have a One Division fest. Okay, okay, okay. No, 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 no. And then go straight into the finale. I've already watched the first six episodes twice. Well, I think we should rewatch episode seven because it slaps. So good. Um, and then probably I'll watch them all again. Oh yeah, 
and then it'll be time for Julie and the Phantoms rewatch. And I'm excited about Falcon and the Winter Soldier, even though it's obviously going to be very different and not as good because it's just like how can anything be as good ever? Two men doing fights, um, but uh, I'm still excited for it. I know that technically it's really bad that Disney owns everything, but you know when people like you watch something and you're like, man, I love these two characters. I wish they could just tell more stories about them. Like imagine if there was a TV show. The thing is, Disney because they own everything and have so much money. They can just make a TV show. Yeah, property rights wise, it, it does make things crossover events a lot easier. And and like the fact that they've gone, well, we don't even have to sort of make sell it to ABC, who will then cancel it because they think Haley Atwell is popular and they put her in some legal drama that's terrible and they cancel it anyway. For, I mean, just to plug an example uh, from the air. Um, they can just go, what's going on our platform? We've got complete control over it. Uh, here's so much money. Like the amount of money they are clearly spending on Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which has looks like movie level action scenes but for tv i love i love corporate corporate's my favorite work work your new favorite make work your new favorite it's such a funny <laughs> line sorry it really does uh, smell like school barbecue it is actively distracting i i'm gonna hate it oh no i'm not complaining i'm like now just thinking though. like i want to be wearing um just a dress not like a not like trousers you know when it's like summer and you can go out uh-huh. You may have to cast your mind back to 2019 for that. And you're like, I'm just, I don't need to think about trousers. I'm Ackburn, I'm going out and uh, I don't have to wear all these weird inside layers. I just want to wear a nice frock and eat some slightly untrustworthy meats. Not super untrustworthy. This isn't a Julie and the Phantom situation. That's poor boys. The, 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 the final layer before your coat is always a tricky one because then you're always like, wait, I have a nice outfit. I think I'm going to be cold. So what I need to do is I need to put a hoodie on and then put my coat on. So there's always like an extraneous hoodie. Yeah, that's why I'm trying to knit more cute cardies. Um, yeah, that's a good idea. Um, one of my one of my friends once uh, gave the most like inadvertently savage read <laughs> of me because we were getting ready to go out and I and and so I had, we all had like nice dresses on and we're getting ready to go. So I put my hoodie on. She's like, right, guys, we need we're we're ready, getting ready to go. Jess has got her hoodie on. And I was like, well, I'm going to be warm when we go when we go home. Yeah, correct. And I was. Outside. Out there. There's a world outside of Yonkers. Let's watch that. Well. It's like two and a half hours long. No, I mean, what we shouldn't do is watch Up, because although Wally makes me kind of... I think I can manage the short, sharp shock of the sadness of Up. What I don't think I need right now is a, a, a small being on a broken planet who's terribly alone and never gets to see anyone for an extended period of time. I think I might find that psychologically taxed. Um, uh, you know what? I, I watched Onward a few weeks ago and I thought it was cute. I thought it, the trailers made it look a little dreamworksy for my taste. It didn't seem to have No, the... it was definitely a Pixar vibe. Okay. Yeah. I find um, when they're doing grand-scale world-building... I'm less interested. Like, cars. Like, a Bugs okay, Life... Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. whereas a Bugs Life... Or, oh, I say that. Monsters, think is obviously a really great grand-scale world thing. But, like, there's... um, I can't describe this. <laughs> Sorry, really, that's just the end of a sentence. Um, it's always, like, a bit modern and, like, hacky, I find. With, like, it, it felt more of the cars end of world building to look at than the right. Monsters, Inc. end of things, where it was all, like... Oh, it's, say, a cereal box you like, but it's got a monster on it and it's called, like, Captain 
Monster Munch <laughs> instead of Captain Crunch, and you'd be like, hey. or for example, a bag of Monster Munch. Yeah. Other uh, puffed up potato snacks are available. Sorry, the idea of Monster Munch, but, but you open a bag, it smells like a fart in a bag. <laughs> No, it doesn't. It smells acrid. <laughs> I well, love. I'm, I, maybe I don't eat well enough. Um, <laughs> pickled monster, pickled, pickled egg monster munch. <laughs> it always just smells like a, like okay, like a belch in a bag. Oh, I like I like pickled onion monster munch. No. What are the three flavors? That and like barbecue sauce. Isn't there like a nice and spicy one? No, like, nice and spicy knickknacks. Nice and spicy knickknacks. Those are amazing. Can you still get those? Oh, I don't know. I've not been in a corner shop for a while. I haven't been in a corner shop for some while. Nor can you get those golf ball. Uh, Chewing gums, or uh, can you get panda pops? Which I believe were the three things we once had at a sleepover that we decided we were going to have a midnight feast. We probably had it at about 10 pm. Uh, you can. And uh, the first one says vegan tips are, UK. They are vegan. That's because it autofilled. Basically, whenever you put in any food stuff. Oh, right, yes, I see. One of the, one of the things that will appear in the drop down is vegan. So I always click on that just out of interest. So that answers two questions. Yes, you can still get them, and yes, they are vegan. Uh, what was the next one? Panda pops. I'm not sure you can still get those. I also don't want one. Are Panda Pops still available? Oh no, Panda Pops get the axe 35 years after. Okay. Uh, they were discontinued in 2011. And let's be honest, probably for the best. Oh yeah. The inside of my intestines are probably still blue from drinking this. Right, 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 right. Anyone I mean, who has ever had a Panda Pop is probably... I know all... Um, probably still dyed a mysterious colour. Like <laughs> All soda is artificially dyed... But at least orange and brown are naturally occurring colours. What, you mean you've never seen a blue raspberry in the wild? Um, I have not. You are missing out. Why? It's because you're not a gardener, that's why. Why how, why, why blue raspberry? Everyone knows is a... raspberry, is blue, blue flavour is raspberry. Yeah, but why is blue raspberry a flavour? Because, like, you could say anything, like, oh yeah, this is magenta tomato. Also, or... it's a very specific flavour, it's... it's you know when you say blue raspberry, you know that you mean panda pop or ice pole flavor raspberry. Yeah, you're not getting a you're not getting the other raspberry flavor, which is petit falou. It doesn't taste like an actual raspberry. Yes, yes, yes. Should we move on to our? Yeah, I think we better had. Okay, we had a question we had in a listener question, which we encourage you to send to us. This is great. You're getting actual sound effects on this episode, uh, which you can do so uh, to our email address, which I'm going to say is hello at rosieandjessica.co.uk, or tweet us at. The Day of Fun Show. Anyway, just leave a comment on the website. Leave a comment on the website, which is where we got this one, which says, Hello, Uh, this is from uh, Cherie. Uh, Hello, I'm from the USA and was wondering what a tea tray consists of. It sounds wonderful. And then she gives us several compliments, which I am too polite to read out on this podcast. There's a running joke on Kermode and Mayo where people write in and say, love the show, Steve, because people on um, Steve right in the afternoon, he would always read out the bit where he'd be like, I love the show, Steve. Can you please play mid-year for my wife? Uh, So, yeah, that's a great question from Sheree, which is, uh, number one, what is a tea tray is wonderful. Let's answer that question. And what what does a tea tray consist of? Now, Jessica, you made an excellent point, which is that, would you want to make up the point yourself? That while it is, like, it seems like a very kind of British... Uh, like concept but it is not like a kind of thing that like at four o'clock everyone will sit down and have yes one. and also everyone will probably do it slightly differently but it is still a concept that if you 
said that, everyone would get what you meant. Well, yeah, all Brits understand it. That doesn't mean that all Brits... Like, it's not an everyday occurrence yeah. for everyone. Like sweeping generalisations. Like, yeah. like, we're not all having, like, a full English breakfast for breakfast every day, but, but we all know what a full English breakfast is. Yeah. Well, like, some people but, get very het up if you tell and them. And people will be like, have their beans. Their, that people have their version of it. Um, so I really got into yes, tea trays. Be beans. Oh, I know. People who don't put beans on a full no. English breakfast. What, like, holds melds it together? What because am I mopping up with the carpet? Yeah, at the otherwise end? it's too many different disparate items just on a plate. Yeah. Whereas you put beans and you get sauce. Well, Obviously, I mean, then have ketchup and brown sauce, whichever your preference is. I don't think I've ever had brown sauce. I love brown sauce. Not for me. Well, write in, listeners. Let us know <laughs> your what, feelings. What sauces on. you've ever had in your life <laughs> on brown sauce? Um, and in the next episode, we'll answer what brown sauces we do. Oh my god! Why don't I try brown sauce <laughs> on an episode? And we've got wildly distracted already with us with so, generalizations so of British food culture. I um I'm not trying to suggest I invented the tea tray. That would be mad. <laughs> However, I did may I say bring them to prominence in our sphere mm-hmm. circa mm-hmm. twenty fifteen. Mm-hmm. Um uh because I uh I was very, very ill, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Uh, and I was living alone at our grandparents' house, and I just every I used to have a, a, a rest every four p.m. where I'd get into bed. But I started having a tea tray to take with me um, because there was some nice trays in the house. So what you're saying is this arose out of the practicality of being able to carry it up the stairs. Um, yes, but also there's a fanciness. I, you know, I understand it like collates everything together I mean, into one event rather than having a cup of tea and thinking, shall I have a biscuit? There, exactly. I, I can you approach prepare, this in two fronts. You there have to prepare everything ahead of time. The practicalities of a tea tray, but also there is the philosophy of a tea tray. Right, yes. Okay, I didn't realise this was going to get so deep. A big thing for me. No, I'm starting to think we should have written notes. No, no, no. I can freestyle this. You oh, give... this is like the sandwich fillings again. Oh my god. I, Jessica, I'm thinking about tea trays for at least 45 minutes a day, which sounds very little, but cumulatively, that's way too much time to think about one minor meal. So I'm going to do my philosophy bit first. Yep. When you're very, very ill and you cannot um, do very much and life is quite small and sad, I don't know if this has any resonance with people in uh, our year of the pandemic 2021. A great way, or the way I found to cope with this, was that... um, you have to make everything very purposeful and kind of an event, which is that I um, basically spent almost all my time in bed drinking a cup of tea and watching telly, uh, which, as many people will now know, sounds great, but if that's the only thing you can do, kind of a bummer. If I was just like, oh, I don't feel well, I'm going to have a cup of tea, I guess I'll just put some telly on it, then the whole thing was kind of hateful. However, if I went right, I am going to have a lovely cup of tea. I'm going to put some effort in. I'm going to choose to have this. I'm going to bring my tray up. Um, and we had one of those swinging, those tables that swung out and went over. Oh my God, yeah. It was like a, oh, basically a hospital. Like a hospital, a hospital table. table. Um, now I prefer a bed tray, which mm-hmm, you can just mm-hmm. prop up because sometimes you can work on it. It isn't like a nurse is going to have to swing it around so she can give you a sponge bath. <laughs> um, but I would, uh, I would, I would make a kind of ritual of it as we spoke about in the last episode. Rituals involve tea um or just like very very small daily acts yes oh my god and 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 it's kind of the mindfulness thing which um is everything if you sit and if you decide that you're going to do it then everything you can make things a lot easier than being like oh yes i'm just going to be on my phone for a bit be like why don't i say i'm going to play games for 20 minutes while i listen to this podcast knowing me the podcast will actually be 45 minutes long (laughs) but i have whizzed through some adverts and put it at 2.1 and then it becomes nice. So that's when I started getting really into tea trays. 
but I also started tweeting about tea trays all the time, photographing tea trays, telling everybody it's time for tea trays. Um, That's right, you did do that. And uh, my friend LD Lipinski wrote book and at one point tweeted, I've put in a reference to tea trays in honour of at Rosie at large, which is my Twitter handle. And then I finally got to read the book because she's a published author. And I read it late last year. And then I got to send the text because I had forgotten this until I turned the page and it said, Jonathan brought a tea tray. And it was like this rushing back memory. I was like, <gasps> the tea tray that I have made. Uh, and I got to text someone and be like, I've got to the tea tray page. And I felt, yeah, both slightly red and also <laughs> <laughs> delighted. So a tea tray is uh, now, I think you can, there are actually two times of day at which a tea tray is great. 4pm and 10pm. When it's like slightly, a, it's more like a supper tray. Yeah. Can I also um, posit, and um, and if you manage to get up early, oh, one that you can then take back to bed with you. It doesn't have to be actual breakfast. But the tea tray that you have from maybe what? Yes. Say I like to have breakfast at eight thirty. Imagine I wake up at seven. I make myself a tea tray and I take it back to bed. Yeah, because like oh, I'm up early. Might might read, like a cup of tea though. So then you get that. And yeah. Like a little snackette. Or maybe maybe just on a, like a weekend. Yeah. I love that. Um, now, when I do tea trays, um, that's usually the time in a day where I will make a pot of tea for myself. I ideally have a milk jug. Yeah, this is also the time when you use like a cup, a cup and, and a saucer, and you can and you can like crack out the milk jug and stuff. It doesn't have to be like your fancy china. No, but it just like get your nice, pick out your favorite mug and like the nice things. Yeah, that are I mean, lovely. I often end up trying having to do some kind of Tetris with. Cup and saucer, teapot, inevitable side plate with a baked good on it, yep. milk jug, um, ramekin with a spoon in it so I can take the bag out of the tea once it, the teapot once it is brewed. Yep. A thing we don't apparently do in this household, so some people say there's more tea in the pot and it is gravy. Brown winter soup. Again, it's not like, oh, I'm just going to make a cup of tea, uh, bag in the mug, jab it with a teaspoon and shove two bourbon biscuits in my mouth as I'm leaving the kitchen to go back to my desk. It might even be you can make the tea bag with that, but uh, you know, tea in it in the cup with the bag. But maybe you have a saucer and you put the two biscuits on it, mm. um, and you carry it out, and then you actually sit down and then start eating. But if like builder's tea, really strong in a mug where you've jabbed the jabbed the bag a lot and it's really strong, if it is your favourite, then have that. Oh yeah, nobody is saying yes. You absolutely do not have to be like, oh, I'm having a tea tray, so I have to have. Was it cambric tea they make for the baby in Laura Ingalls Wilder? Where it's oh, like so it's basically milk. Yeah, no, that sounds horrible. Yeah, now I it, I would rather not drink tea than drink wink tea. Yeah, well, it wasn't it wasn't so much actually it wasn't so much the strength of the tea that I was referencing. It's just the sort of if like if you just like a really like sturdy brew. Oh right, yeah. Uh, yes, I didn't I didn't make that very clear. Um, in your in in like a big a big solid mug and like a pint mug. In yeah, in sports direct mug. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. In which maybe you've just done all your laundry and taken a short um, twenty five meter lap. Um. Oh, for those of you who are also, this is a question for American Sports Direct is a uh, big shop where you can get quite heavily discounted sportswear. And for some reason, nobody has ever bought one, but all student houses have one of their mugs. And they are... They hold about three and a half pints. Huge. No, I, I guess they come with their online orders, but absolutely sure. You would go to a student house uh, where I went in York and there would just be a Sports Direct mug and nobody had ever been to Sports Direct. No. Nope. Uh... But yeah, if you want if you want to really hydrate, you know, it's one of those things where you think, do I need to put two bags in here? Two bags good. Two bags good. Yeah, so a tea tray, I mean, I usually have a tea tray at four o'clock. I was thinking back to a really good evening tea tray 
slash supper tray I had um, like the second day when I was living in our grandparents' house because uh, I'd had to, I, I think I'd had classes. For, my masters was still taught in the evenings. Um, and I got back and I had tea, teapot, tea, cup, saucer. Big glass of water. Probably. I don't think I, I think I had my That's big just gla- a background refresh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always have a big glass of water on the go. Um, and uh, an egg custard tart. Oh, and I had that at about 10 pm and it was absolutely brilliant. Lovely. That was. So, yeah, tea trays. Um, I've decided that when my shop is allowed to reopen, potentially on April the 12th, um, certainly no earlier than that, but hopefully then all things going well, um, I've decided that from now on at three o'clock, maybe I'll ring a bell and make a pot of tea. (laughs) Um, Someone will come in like Mrs. Overall. Yeah, but actually... It'll be you. It'll be me. But maybe I'll have a fun character. I won't... Can you imagine working for somebody who has a fun character they trot out at three o'clock to bring around tea? God. God. I think also you can extend the tea tray um, to make, like, it more substantial if you're eating it... If you're having it slightly later and maybe you want to make it into more of, like, a a Sunday tea time. Yes, yes. You could have, like... A toast. Like, like, yeah. So you'd have, like, a baked good, but you could also have, like, a bit of cheese on toast or something. Like a light hot snack. Yes. Jessica, you are pushing the boundaries. Basically, it's food on a tray, isn't it? It's um, just food on a tray. But, um, but it's, it's cosy food. It's cosy food. And it's and it food. shows that you're taking care of yourself. It's food that you have considered. Mm, it's a consideration. And Basically, all you need it. is a moment's thought and some kind of board on which to rest <laughs> your things. Tea trays are the absolute flipping best. I don't have a milk jug at my house. I'm going to have to, oh, no. I'm liberate my um, stainless steel milk jug from this house to take back with me. I have a really nice milk jug, but it's one of those ones that's almost too nice to use. And I know that I'm always, I'm a, you know, I, I like to tell people, like, don't save things for best, but what if you break it? That's that's my fear. So it actually is, not, there's nothing particularly fancy about it, um, and I'm sure it probably could be replaced, but it's it's just a very, it's a very nice jug in that it's a nice shape and it pours well. But also the um, handle has a little uh, bird that sits like sits proud. And basically my fear is not the use of it, but every time you have to wash it off and put it in the rack, I'm like, I'm going to break the bird off. Oh it's God. actually pretty sturdy. That's how I feel about my uh, my executive badger mug at the shop. So I have a very plain mug, except mm-hmm. it has a 3D badger crawling, like climbing up the side of it. It's the, the greatest mug on the planet. I should have bought three. <laughs> I don't like other people washing it up. That is tea trays. So that's tea trays. Best meal. Uh, Rosie, what's your favourite baked good to have in a tea tray? I cannot believe you've asked me this with no time to prepare. I'm actually livid. Um, Next week, top five. No, 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 no. Yes. <laughs> yes. That is the same rhythm of my yay. I keep getting stuck in a yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know if it's from something, but if I'm really enthusiastic about it, I try and go, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I get stuck in a rhythm cool 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 but he doesn't go cool 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 which is what the yeah 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 is and it's always in this quite like aggressive tone yeah 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 it's like you've got stuck in a loop one of us has to sort of bang the table i mean because i just mentioned them an egg custard tart is a very nice one it's again you can just have two custard creams on a little plate. That is oh, perfect. Yeah, that is perfect tea tray fodder. But there's something nice about having something that's like a real 
treat baked goods. And when, you've, when you've done a, a tray bake at the beginning of the week, the excitement of getting... Because uh, I, I have a little, um, a really nice little vintage plate that I got in Spitalfields Market, which is my tea tray plate, my, my fancy baked goods plate. Mm. Um, so the excitement of opening up a tin and getting out like a square of something that you've made yourself is so exciting. Okay, so again... In a way that it really shouldn't be. Well, 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 So I think well, then there's well. an element of like, well done, well done past me. Um, so you can be pleased with yourself and excited for like new baked goods uh sorry i'm too excited to say the word i'm about to say to you and it is greg's <laughs> because um when i god there's a lot of when i lived at my grandpa our grandparents chat today um i thought of all the things you were going to name i was not expecting <laughs> no okay it's never a sausage but, so a steak have, bake no you can't have a steak bake on a tea tree absolutely get out of town um Steak bakes are to be eaten the like as you walk to the bus stop. Yeah, the amount of money I in my I've never eaten one young life have spent on um, Starbucks baked goods. Okay, they're always like three pound fifty. That's probably old prices. They're probably like four pounds fifty at the moment. Um, and then, well, while I was living at our grandparents' house, there was a Greg's on the high street, which there wasn't growing up. Yeah, where we live, and I discovered that you can go to Greg's and get an individual baked good. For, like, I'm talking less, like, 50p Pence. And I was like, wait, I could be treating myself to a donut. If I'm going for a cream cake, I'm spending at most £1.50. And the number of quite disappointing mass-baked... And I know they're all still mass-produced, but, like, the tray of Starbucks muffins is still less appealing than, like, a flipping cream cake. Yeah. And I suddenly realised that you could have a cream cake for considerably less than a... And I was like, well, this has blown my mind. Because comparatively, the amount I have spent in my life I'm prepared to spend on quite shoddy... You know how Costa's cakes are all universally terrible? I couldn't tell you if I've had a Costa cake. Well, they are. Yeah. They're not great. Like like a coffee shop brownie. Always cakey and dry. Terrible. Where's the squidge? Where's the squidge? Anyway, so then I went out to go to Greg's and I'm really excited to go back to my shared house because there's a Greg's around the corner and I could have a tea tray treat. There's also an co- independent coffee shop that does the best almond croissants I've ever had. And I'm pretty sure that unlike the ones when I worked at an to-be-unnamed uh, organic retailer, um, they're not going to have been trotted across by rats of a morning. Um, oh, the stories I can tell. To clarify, they weren't then sold. No. The ones that have been eaten weren't. Um, don't eat the pastries there. That's my rule. Yeah. So I got really excited about, like, fact that i can have a cream cake for quite a small amount of money um a really nice um yeah i really like a, i do really like a cream cake i don't even know if i do i don't know why i've said that i just got excited about the prospect of one jessica oh i also love custard creams the custard creams are good um, can you have custard no cream? i can't oh because i, 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 like I know you have bourbon biscuits I like the bourbon biscuits but i think that bourbon biscuits are the unfair the inferior the inferior sandwich biscuit i like a chocolate chip hobnob not chocolate coated, mm. chocolate chip. No, there's not enough. Um, also, I mean, my hands are slightly. What's the tied? Tied. You're a vegan and you can't eat butter. I'm vegan and I can't have the other ones. Um, I like a, a chocolate covered digestif. Mm. But why not then have a chocolate covered hobnob? Because they don't make chocolate covered hobnobs that I can eat. Oh. And you have to go to only Tesco's sell the chocolate covered digestives that I can eat. And why would you go to Tesco's when you uh, have to travel Weak. so far to your other supermarket, which is literally opposite Tesco? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not being rude, but your high street is very strangely set up. <laughs> it's a really real weird situation. And there we were thinking we didn't have enough to talk about. You should just give us a food topic, yeah. and we will talk about it. I will get into some 
I've probably said things that if you told me that I said them in three days time I would say I don't think I agree with that I've never heard that <laughs> sentence before and then you'll play I've never me. heard this thing I'm talking about <laughs> I just man you could just I could just trot out go to Greg's get myself a little cake and be back in time for tea trays amazing I, I like a, a, a brownie or a blondie. I had brought blondies for my birthday. Mm. I didn't make them. Mm. I bought them. They were delicious. I, I think... like them with a topping on, something something to elevate the experience. Or a Ms. Cupcake kind of scenario where you have to eat it in two goes, otherwise you, you, you have too much sugar. You love into a diabetic you go a bit for, You have to have a little sit down. I do like, yeah, announcing tea trays. It's just a nice thing. Like, is it time for tea trays? Yeah. Basically, it makes a special occasion out of something incredibly mundane. That was mundane, not Monday. Well, on, the, on our next episode... Or, to I be should... honest, something that feels very Monday. I, on our next episode, I should <laughs> talk about Big Shower. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Sunday nights. Guys, you're not prepared for oh this. Oh, my God, because there's a tray involved as well. <laughs> what am I going to eat my toast off? A plate, obviously. But you got to... Sunday night, best night of the week. I don't understand people who hate Sundays. So, right, actually, no. Because otherwise I'm going to go on another one. I have a song. What kind of a song? An embarrassing one? No, it just feels a bit try-hard. Um, but it's the song Blinding Lights by The Weeknd. Um, uh, and it's one of the songs the young people dance to on TikTok. Well, it's just a good song, you know, Jessica. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Do, 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 do. Um, he was at the Super Bowl. so uh, And it's also a song that's been out for years. And I, I'm very behind on everything. Blinding Lights by The Weeknd. Blinding Lights by The Weeknd. Very good. Oh, Jessica, what is your song? You. Sorry, the O of surprise ran straight into the sentence. I just, just realised I, I said something different this week, and I usually say, what's your, Rosie, what's your song? What did you say? Do you have a song for I said, You said I have a song, and I said, what kind of a song? I don't want to sing. Yeah. Also, it's thrown me right off, and usually I go first. I don't know what's happening. Also, slightly, slightly hadn't completely decided what song I was going to do. Okay, well, you're going to have to do it now, because otherwise... <laughs> Imagine if I said otherwise and just ended the show. <laughs> Jessica, Jessica, what's your song? I picked Barrett's Privateers by Stan Rogers. It's in an episode of Due South. Which, um, pretty much as soon as we recorded, saying, uh, when we have our tea trays, we'd like oh to watch God. Due South, they flipping stopped showing it, despite the fact that they only had three adverts and they were all for when they showed different detective duos on that channel. And now they don't show it. They show two episodes of Murder, She Wrote. And in any other situation, I'm delighted when extra Murder, She Wrote yeah. is being shown. I can't believe they've done this to me. They've made me be annoyed at Jessica Fletcher. Because she's taking the place where it, it should be due south. And, but don't, don't worry, they are still showing it, uh, uh, it continuing. Yeah, 4.30 in the morning. If you wanted to continue that series narrative, then you can watch it at 4.30 in the morning. It's fine. This gave us the opportunity it to dig out all the DVDs we made when we recorded it off the fine. telly. And we found that we, I'm going to say in like 2006 to th- 2000, and maybe 2005 to 2007, we had one of those DVD recorder a hard drive yeah. in DVRs and we would record a lot of things carefully edit out any uh, like bumpers or uh, advert breaks and then record them to DVDs now this is pre like Freeview HD so watching it back it looks a little bit like they were recorded on a potato um, <laughs> type thing but and yet those ITV recordings are better quality than whatever oh, the really? Sony channel they were being broadcast oh, on a potato yeah that is, <laughs> that is the problem with uh, with shows that haven't really been like remastered yeah or... no one has to for some reason they don't, they don't not that remastering is always a noisy good thing because sometimes it looks so much worse oh my god i'm gonna i'm gonna put in the show notes the incredible uh video about how terrible the buffy remasters are because they all look like plasticine and the scan and pan type thing they've done means that in a lot of shots you can see people holding booms 
There's a, yeah, there's I, I watched a, a short video on YouTube about why sometimes it works really well and sometimes it doesn't. It depends what they were recorded on to start with. And also depends whether anyone you like they've clearly done it like algorithmically on those ones. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, they, but those ones were recorded. So I'm glad the quality is better. But the they were recorded at like three thirty in the morning, um, and there are definitely bits with like dodgy edits in of like taking out ad breaks and stuff. Either I've done or that were just like dodgy edits. Some yeah. of the some of the ad break choices and the oh, on the scenes. Sony Channel ones were bizarre. Yeah, including the one where they just didn't show the end of the episode. Oh yeah, that was very weird. Um, would you like to do some What Have We Seen this week? Because I do actually have some. Yes. Oh my god, I had some and I don't remember any of them. Okay, well mine are actually the same as last time because last time I was getting tired. So I just stopped doing okay. all of my content. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, another one of my favourite things is my... Uh, as we know, YouTube is my favourite television channel. Um, and uh, I've got really into my sewing and craft YouTubes. And I wanted to recommend two channels... Um, isn't it disappointing when your cup of tea is empty? This is not a problem for and me. And I knew it would be. Oh, I knew it would be, but you know, on the day when, in time when you pick it up and you get, oh, there's literally enough that was a last mouthful. That must, there must well. be a name for that phenomena. Because oh, I bet the Germans have it, because they have loads of interesting oh, words. Good words for um, stuff. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm doing quite well because I accidentally drank your cup of tea, so, which obviously then you couldn't drink my cup of tea because it had cow's milk in it, yep. so I got two cups of tea. Jessica did get a cup of tea. So I, I think the whole thing was a huge racket. No, I was really annoyed uh, because I was like, "Well, now I've got to put." Also, it's literally not a racket because I didn't have to give you money so that you wouldn't drink my cup of tea, which is what a racket would be. Um, so, so uh, I think we've talked on this channel about Bernadette Banner and Rachel uh, Maxey. Yes, yes. Um, we need to go and watch the Bernadette one from this week with Mary Poppins. Um, but I have two Mary recommendations Poppins. that I really like. One is Sostein, um, and she is uh, she is a sewist and costume maker. Um, the reason I paused is because she also does other things, including um, being a doctor as her full-time job, <laughs> which obviously takes up a lot of, you know, unlike um, some of the other people I watch who this is their who full-time gig. Yeah. They are costumers and YouTubers. Um, no, she's also a full-time uh, doctor, which obviously has been quite the job this year. I'm not quite sure what, what speciality she works in. Um, and she has a toddler, <laughs> but also makes, like, recreations of historical gowns um she does a lot of um embroidery machine embroideries which she obviously programs up herself um and she did the dumpster fire pocket that bernadette banner Mm -hmm. has and Mm -hmm. uh, i just watched her today um or yesterday tie on pocket tie on pocket pocket. someone has a master's Uh, in pockets (laughs) yep yeah Um, that is true oh my god master of pockets sounds like something from a fantasy novel imagine if you can be a member of the order of the garter then pockets which let's face it basically an elastic band oh absolutely um then there must be some master of master of, a, of the pocket is surely a thing yes and so she made she made several pockets she made one uh, machine embroidered with bernie and his mittens and then she made one yes. of a dumpster fire with 2020, 2020 yeah uh, and i've also been enjoying abby cox i think the first one i watched of hers was where she talks about how great the costumes in muppet christmas carol are mainly the muppet costumes they are and great. how much how historically accurate they are but also how much effort went into like tiny smocking for Rizzo um and she is also uh but she does lots of stuff and I watched her uh yesterday make uh 18th century face cream with like and sunscreen I also have watched I haven't watched many of her videos but I started I got um drawn in by uh the video titled uh totally reorganizing my sewing room 
part one. <laughs> There's a two part because she she said it was such a big project. She's called uh, her videos. Her channel's called Lady Rebecca Fashions, and um, she seems very lovely and also does historical costuming. Um, there are probably more that I have forgotten about, but um, they're my favourites. Um, you know what's really good, Jessica? That you introduced me to Baumgartner. Uh, oh yeah, painting, painting restoration. restoration. Oh my god! And then and then uh, we went down a, a brief. Well, began our, our began on a brief. Um, nearly went down a rabbit hole. We had to go and have uh, supper um, of uh, art history lectures from the National Gallery. Yeah, but the painting restoration is amazing, mainly because the amount of disgusting dirt that comes off <laughs> historical paintings um, or old paintings. It's fascinating. And then a, a lot of it is the varnish that has like discoloured and clouded a bit over time. Yeah, but it really does look like someone's been chain smoking underneath it for and about 200 years. So interesting. It's also really soothing to watch it like... And then he says, and I will be making my own cotton swabs because regular size ones are not up to the task. And I'm like, oh, take that regular size cotton swabs. Um, so yeah, that's that's yeah, painting restoration. Have that with a tea tray. Have that with a tea tray. Yeah. Also, yeah, pick something like cozy to watch, or yes. make, or maybe do like a little crossword or something. Yes. Um, be mindful yeah. and in uh, mindful like, is like an overused word. But like be deliberate. Deliberate in your choice. Yes, in your choices. Entertainment. I have one more. Um, YouTube recommendation. Please go ahead. I don't think we mentioned it last time. Holly the Cafe Boat. Yes. Yes. Um, which is about a couple who live on a narrowboat and uh, then have been renovating a second narrowboat, which they have, well, they have now turned into a, a floating coffee shop on the water. I love them. And they kind of, they, they, the, their first video began at the beginning of the process of overhauling um, Holly the boat. Um, and you sort of see their, their efforts to make it a nice cafe they're so good and and they're they're very jolly as well and they're very enjoyable to watch but you also see a bit of their life and like how it what it's like kind of living in a living in a canal boat as well yeah when they have to spend go on a six hour round trip to um empty the toilets that was yeah. quite fun a, a bridge had collapsed and then there was a flood defense at the other end of that section of the canal so they couldn't take the hot usually they would just take the boat to the Elsa to the Elsa emptying station but they had to like canoe up to it and then carry the canoe around the side of the bridge stuff. anyway it was the whole thing yeah, it's all. So they have really, actually opened. Yeah. They they showed you their first opening uh, last week, yeah. the week before. Yeah, it took place in a blizzard. In a blizzard, yes. That was a. You know, you've been waiting for them to open this cafe, and then the first time they open it, it's like the video is we open it and there's a blizzard, and you think that is two separate major events, and you've just <laughs> rolled them up in one. Brilliant. Well, this has been very different. Nice. Uh, I liked it. I thought it was good. A classic Jessicaism. Uh, cool, cool, cool. Oh no. Cool, 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 cool. I was gonna get stuck in a cool loop. Wait, um, uh, okay, cool, we'll be back in a fortnight. Uh, take care of yourselves and your tea trays. I hope not sporadically. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Didn't know whether you were gonna join in, so I thought I would do a little <laughs> harmony in case you did. No, 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 just spin on me, that's fine. <laughs> okay. Bye. <laughs> yeah, but I'm going to say that one worked. <laughs> there are over a hundred episodes of Rosie and Jessica's Day of Fun, and you can hear them all in the podcatcher of your choice or at rosieandjessica.co.uk, where you can also find show notes with links to everything we've discussed in this episode. We're on social media. Find us at facebook.com forward slash Rosie and Jessica, on Instagram at Oh My Greyhounds, and on Twitter at The Day of Fun Show. You can also email us on hello at rosieandjessica.co.uk. 
To support Rosie and Jessica's day of fun, become a monthly subscriber via our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Rosie and Jessica, or kit yourself out in Rosie and Jessica t-shirts and tote bags from shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash ohmygreyhounds. Enjoyed the show? Please rate and review us. We'll be back in a fortnight. Thanks for listening.